Anna. Hi, Anna. I'm sorry, I just slammed into my desk. (laughs) (laughs) Got too excited. How are you? I'm good. It's the weekend. It's Sunday. It's been really nice to have a few days just to decompress from work. Oh, yes, it has. How was your Sunday been? It's been pretty good. I made a veggie lasagna today. Ooh. Yeah, it smelled so good. That sounds good. I haven't like spent a good number of hours doing a cooking project recently, so that felt really nice. That can be really cathartic. Yeah, because in the lasagna, I put so many veggies in, so it's like cutting every single vegetable, having the TV run in the background, drinking my coffee while I did it. It was just very relaxing. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. How about you, Anna? How's the Sunday been? Okay, so I went to Target this morning. Let's hear it. Hannah's like, I should settle in. (laughs) Because there's that new, it's not even new at this point. It's a couple weeks old. There's a collection Target did with three different designers, Rixo, Alexis, and Christopher John Rogers, all of whom I love, but I love Christopher John Rogers the most. I bought a bunch of dresses from them, and I had to return a couple of them that didn't fit or I didn't like. And then (laughs) some people don't like this collection. I get it. I can see where they're coming from, except I absolutely adore it. And then I went in there, and they had a couple left, and I bought one for Hannah. (laughs) which I think is really pretty. And then they had this black and white one and the guy was like, oh, actually our fitting room is open if we want to try it on. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'd love to try it on. Thank you. And so I get in there and if you have ever worn women's clothing, you get this fun experience where you can't always tell if it has a zipper. Yes, I totally understand that. They spent five minutes in the dressing room trying to figure it out. So I came to the conclusion because it had a stretchy back that it didn't have a zipper. So I try to get this thing on and holy crap, I thought I was going to have to purchase it just because I wasn't going to be able to get it off. <laughs> like I was sweating. I finally get this thing over my head and I was like, what body fits into this without a zipper? And then I finally get it on and I realize it does have a zipper on the side. <laughs> yes. Anna, that's been my experience with so many dresses. It's like after I've squeezed in to half of it, yep. it like yep. I can feel yep. the zipper and then That's exactly what <laughs> happened. Because it's one of those little invisible ones. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so you get into it and then you can like feel where the middle of the zipper is. Oh my gosh. And the thing is it's like unlike men's clothing, women's clothing, there's just so much variety. There isn't a set formula, you know? Like no. I know the zipper is in the front of the pants or the buttons are in the front of the shirt. If you're getting something creative, like these designer dresses, which are absolutely gorgeous, they are like different and unique and you can't figure out how to get into it, obviously. Like I totally get that. And this is one of the weird ones that's on the side that it's just like a random hole in the side. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't go all the way to the top. Yeah. It's just like a random split in the side of the dress. I have seen that. It's like just at the, some of them are just at the waist. To create just a bit of room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what this one is. It's like literally just at the side. It doesn't go all the way up. It's just like a random hole at the side. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally get into this thing and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Moral of the story is I bought it. Yeah. Anna sent me a picture. <laughs> I did. I sent a picture to Hannah because I couldn't help myself. Oh my God. This whole line just makes you want to go on a tropical vacation. Yeah. Tropical vacation or just have more events to wear it to. Exactly. And then Hannah was like, well, we just need to dress awesome all the time. And I was like, completely agree. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Yeah. Anna introduced me to this collection, this collaboration between Target and these designers. A couple weeks ago, she sent me a photo of her in this dress. And the dress that she wore, it was this red, bold patterned with floral dress. And it's so 
different than what you see on the regular. And I was just so amazed. I was like, I need to get something like this. Anna, you look amazing. You cannot return this. I will get mad at you if you return this. <laughs> You're so nice. They're, it was just so cool. They're so funky and different. And a lot of people out there online are like, I don't like it. And I get it. Everybody's allowed to have their own opinions. It just made me laugh because I saw them and I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I think it's one of those things that's like we've been in quarantine. I know for a fact that Anna and I have done this. We've been embracing sweatpant culture. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. And like something that's bright and pretty and different. Like these dresses have, uh, what was it, Anna, that you said? Is it tool or? Yeah, it's got like tool to even like keep their shape. They're made thoughtfully. The boldness. It's just, it adds sparkle to your life right now. (laughs) It does. So I bought one for Henna because I was like, do you want this one? They have it in your size. And the woman went to put it in the bag and she was like, I don't, I'm so sorry. There was like so much fabric. She couldn't figure out how to get it in the Target bag. (laughs) I was like, it's fine. It was wrinkly already. (laughs) Because it's not a Target bag. Yeah. It's going to need a steam. Yeah. It has like a lot of structure to it. Like I think big shoulders, like kind of. Is that like 80s, I think? Yeah. I love the big shoulders. The puffy sleeves. Love it. It's like it gives such a cool silhouette. Yes. Yeah. That's the perfect way to describe it. And we just need some more fun in our lives after months of sweatpants. (laughs) Not that I'm complaining. I was very comfortable. Yeah. Same. Both Anna and I are very grateful for the fact that we could work from home. Yes. A hundred percent. So if you haven't noticed already, we don't really have a plan for this episode. We were supposed to do an interview, and unfortunately, they had an emergency they had to deal with, but we still wanted to make sure that we got content out for you. So we are going to do the second iteration of our cozy coffee chat. That's right. We're just going to get all cozy and chat about what's going on, which we've already done, tell you about our coffee, get into some cool stuff we've been diving into. Let's do this. But first, should we introduce ourselves? Yes, absolutely. I'm Anna. And I'm Henna. And this is, but But it is rocket rocket science. Science. All right, honey, you want to start with what you're drinking? (gasps) Yes. So I had dulce de leche at home. You can make dulce de leche by taking a can of condensed milk and putting it in a pot of boiling water. Look it up on YouTube. Of course, watch it because it can (laughs) explode. (laughs) Yes. Please don't walk away from your stove that is on. And it makes this delicious dulce de leche. It's just so caramely and thick. And I made a cup of coffee with it. I have made it for Anna before. Oh my God. It was so good. It's delicious. It's just the perfect sweet treat. I take a big old spoonful of this dulce de leche. I put it on the bottom of my mug, pour in some milk, pour in my coffee, microwave it, and then I whip it with one of those electric... What's the word? Is it not a whipper? It's like electric. I would say it's a whipper. It's like a whisk on a vibrating stick. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it for you. It's like $3 at Ikea. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or Amazon. They're not very expensive. That's right. And it'll just make this nice foamy texture on your coffee. And it's just, it's delicious. It tastes caramely and wonderful. Yeah, she made it for me the last time we hung out and it was so good. Thanks, Anna. It's a real compliment coming from Anna because Anna is a (laughs) coffee snob or connoisseur. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, snob is probably correct. That is fair. I fully admit it. I love it. I I also have coffee. 
I ran out this morning, like I said, I was doing errands, and I stopped at my one of my favorite espresso places called Monorail Espresso, and I got a vanilla latte. Ooh, I'll have to go there with you sometime. I haven't heard of Monorail. It's so good. You should definitely come with me sometime. There's always a line, and it's totally it's worth it to stand in it. It's really good. Ah, uh, a good latte. You can't beat it, and they're so consistent. I always get bummed out when I get a really good latte from a place, and then I go back a second time, and it's not very good. This place is good every single time. That's wonderful. It's so hard to find consistency like that sometimes. It is, and I just need that in my life right now. And sometimes you just need someone else to make your coffee for you. (laughs) I just do. I have an espresso machine. I can make my own latte, but sometimes I just want a latte someone else made, exactly like Kenna said. Yeah, and like different beans. Yes. It was your form of self-care, Anna. Self-care Sundays. (laughs) It was. Sometimes you need that. Hannah gets it. (laughs) I'm all about it. All right. Well, let's talk about a little bit of space news. As some of you may have seen, NASA picked two missions to explore Venus. That's right. So we want to go explore Venus. So last year, two astronomers discovered phosphine in Venus's atmosphere. And this was a huge deal because we know that on Earth, phosphine comes from biological organisms. So there could be the potential of Venus having harbored life in its history. Which would be so cool. Yeah, that would be incredible. So NASA picked two missions. Each of them have a $500 million budget per development. And they're going to launch in the 2028 to 2030 timeframe. We've got a little bit of time. But I'm pretty excited. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to follow these. So the first mission is Da Vinci Plus, which stands for Deep Atmosphere Venus Investigation of Noble Gases, Chemistry and Imaging Plus. (laughs) We were talking about this before we recorded. She's like, what's the plus? She's like, I have no idea. We spent 15 minutes on Google trying to figure out what this plus was. We don't know what the plus is. If there's a NASA engineer out there who knows, please, we would love to understand. What's the plus for? Plus what? Like, what are you upping? My guess was, is it just an et cetera? Like, is there more that they're not covering in the name? Like, probably. I would hope so. Isn't that assumed? I have no idea. Anyway, it looks really cool. It's actually going to measure the composition of Venus's atmosphere, which is particularly interesting because, as Hannah already mentioned, those two astronomers said they saw phosphine in the atmosphere, but they obviously didn't go there and test it. So it would be really good to actually test the atmosphere to figure out what's going on, to figure out if there really is phosphine. Another interesting point is that Venus is the hottest planet in our solar system by far. And so they're also going to try to figure out what in the atmosphere causes Venus to be quite so hot. That's right. And on top of that, Da Vinci Plus will also be returning high-res pictures that specifically look at geological features on Venus. Cool. Yeah. And then the second mission is called Veritas, which is Venus Emissivity Radio Science INSAR Topography and Spectroscopy. So I was sitting there and I was like, why do I recognize veritas as a word? It's because it's a Latin phrase. It means truth is mighty and will prevail. That's right. I've heard that so many places. I have two. I couldn't remember what it meant, though, because I took Spanish in high school. They offered Latin, but I took Spanish. Yeah, same. <laughs> Anna and I were discussing this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I don't know that much. Ad Astra? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> But Veritas will map Venus's surface and it will try to get more of a feel of the planet's geological history, figure out why exactly it developed wildly differently than Earth. And I think it'll be pretty neat. 
That's right. So like specifically look at infrared emissions from Venus's surface to determine whether active volcanoes were releasing water vapor into the atmosphere. In addition to that, Veritas is also going to host Deep Space Atomic Clock 2. This will be built by JPL. And the ultra-precise clock, this is directly from the NASA article as a quote, the ultra-precise clock signal generated with this technology will ultimately help enable autonomous spacecraft maneuvers and enhance radio science observations. So my understanding of this one is it's kind of a proof of concept or piece of technology that they're going to put on Veritas to test out. Yeah, that sounds right. Da Vinci is also going to host something, and that is the Compact Ultraviolet to Visible Imaging Spectrometer, CUVIS, and that will be built by Goddard. And this will do high-resolution measurements of ultraviolet light using a brand new instrument that is based on freeform optics. There's some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipeline with regards to Venus. Yeah, that's right. In a couple of years, we'll be seeing some really interesting science coming from these missions. I'm excited. All we've really done are flybys of Venus. That's right. So it'll be neat to learn some more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, Anna, so shall we talk about like what we've been getting into recently in terms of space, sci-fi, in our free time? Yes, I would love that. Do you want to go first? Because you had a really cool one. Yeah. In my free time, I have... Uh, sorry, Anna, it's a day. It's a day. You're fine. Hannah, I tried to get into a dress and I didn't realize it unzipped. <laughs> I get it. All right, so recently I discovered a very cool social media influencer who is specifically focusing in science communications. Her name is Kat Echazaretta, and her Instagram is kat underscore echz. She's very cool. She's an electrical engineer at JPL. She posts videos about being a woman in engineering, her journey into engineering, and she also has a YouTube channel where she posts videos about elementary circuit design and teaching people about her journey. She's very cool. I would recommend checking her out. She sounds so cool. Yeah. And a thing that I really appreciate about her, her confidence in portraying her personal style, and she's very into fashion. And that's something that Anna and I also really enjoy talking about is, you know, like cool pieces of clothing that we find. So I really love the mix of fashion and space that she portrays in these different accounts. I like to think that if we ever met, we'd be friends. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I've also watched a movie recently a few weeks ago. It's called Gunjan Saxena, The Cargill Girl. And this is a Indian movie. It's a Bollywood movie. And it's about the first woman who went through the Indian Air Force training back in 1994. Wow. It's very cool. That's amazing. So it follows her journey of wanting to really, from a young age, be a pilot. And how she got a lot of pushback from family, from friends, except from her dad. Oh. Her dad was her cheerleader, and he believed that she had this passion, she had this ambition, and nothing could stop her. It was just so cool just to see that relationship. She had the support of a parent and how they were a team to make this happen. Like, they would do workouts together before the physical fitness tests. He would help her practice her military knowledge. That's so heartwarming and also inspiring. Right? (laughs) It's really cool. And it shows like the struggles, you know, like, yeah, 
There were instructors who rejected to teach her, to train her in flying helicopters because of this inherent sexism that existed because no other woman was in the Air Force at that time. Oh, my God. I mean, it's crazy to think that was only, what, 26 years ago? Right? 27 years ago? Yeah. But yeah, that stuff still happens. Wow. Good for her. That's amazing. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. We will put a link to it in the show notes. Yes. Where did you watch it? I watched it on Netflix. Nice. All right. I'm going to check it out. Sweet. All right, Anna, let's hear about what you've been up to. Okay. Mine is not space related, but it is a book and it is <laughs> by some science fiction writers. So I've been reading a book that I absolutely love and it's called Good Omens, The Nice and Accurate Prophecies of Agnes Nutter, comma, Witch. I love this book. It's just so up my alley. The humor is dry and kind of ridiculous. It's by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, both famous authors, excuse me, both famous authors in their own right. Neil Gaiman wrote another book that I love called Stardust. That's also a movie with Claire Danes. It's also a great movie. I would recommend it. And then Terry Pratchett. I've actually not read anything by him, but he is most famous for his series called Discworld. D-I-S-C-W-O-R-L-D. I might read them after this because I love this book so much. It's just so funny. It's funny, but it also is relatable in like a weird kind of way. The humor is dry, which just suits me. If you like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think you'll like this book. It has a very similar feel and style. It is about a demon and an angel who make friends and pair up to stop the apocalypse. That's amazing. So it's like a cross between fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's so funny. And it's also heartwarming. I just love it. It's also a TV show on Amazon Prime. And it stars David Tennant and Michael Sheen, who are, again, two of my favorite actors. And I don't think they could have picked better choices for the demon and the angel. It's just great. It's all around great. I love the book. I love the show. Would recommend. Anna, that's awesome. I will look into it. The last sci-fi book I read was The Three-Body Problem, which is awesome. But I haven't picked up a sci-fi book in a while, and I am looking for one. This sounds fantastic. I'll look into this. It's so good. I think you can get it at the library. I feel like the last couple of episodes have just been me saying how great the public library is. I still agree. The public <laughs> library is great. A lot of people don't know this. You can get ebooks. You can borrow ebooks from your public library. You don't even have to leave your home. That's right. And you can read them on a Kindle app. Anna's completely right. My favorite thing about the ebooks is cookbooks. Sometimes it's like when you're looking at recipes online, it's just information overload and it's like a jumbled mess. And sometimes you just want to look for like something within a theme. I've gone to the public library online and just looked at ebooks, like cook cooking ebooks. My friends did this rotating dinner party thing where someone would pick a cookbook and everyone would have to come up with a recipe out of the cookbook and you'd meet up and you'd discuss the recipes that you selected, and then everyone would have dinner and hang out. And the public library was a great way to do that. Like, I would select a book, and i tell everyone, hey, you can get it at the library. I have never thought to look at cookbooks at the public library. What a great idea. Yeah, it works really well. Because cookbooks are so expensive. They are. You want to make sure you're going to like it. Yeah, and like a lot of famous chefs sell cookbooks, and you can't find their recipes online. It's a really great way to, you know, have access to that, but very cheaply. Yeah, try it out. And then because a lot of times I'll borrow books from the library and if I really, really love it, then I'll buy the book. Yeah, exactly. 
if I only get halfway through and I'm not feeling it, I borrowed it from the libraries. Completely. And then also Anna and I are living apartment life. We are. I love books and I would love to have a library one day, but it's also just cumbersome to just have a lot of stuff when you're like moving every year. I don't have the shelf room. I can't. I do not have any more room on my bookcase. Exactly. I wish I did, but exactly like Hannah said, apartment life. Yep. Good plug for the public library. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I get like a soapbox, like I have an issue and I like preach about that issue until I find something else. (laughs) And then I feel like I jump on the soapbox wagon and I just go for it also. (laughs) Which is why I love Hannah so much. (laughs) (laughs) This is how we can like continue our discussions for many, many hours. (laughs) Because we agree on so many different things. We do, but I also feel like we disagree on some good points, which, you know. Which is great, because we'll hear each other out. Keeps it interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Should we close this out? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, Anna, I feel like this was a short and sweet coffee chat. I thought this was fun. I had fun. Me too. This was lovely. All right. You want to close it out for us? First of all, before we close it out... Just wanted to put another plug out there for our merch. So if you're interested in any cool tote bags, t-shirts, tank tops, mugs, a bunch of other stuff, we have that on our website with our very awesome logo for But It Is Rocket Science. Check out our website, www.butitisrocketscience.com. Also on that website is a contact us page. So if you have any ideas for episodes, tell us if you like the cozy coffee chats or if you want or if you have any questions for us, I'd like us to answer in the next episode. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on our Instagram at But It Is Rocket Science. You can find us on our Twitter at But It Is RS. And you can find us on Facebook on our Facebook page, But It Is Rocket Science. Yes, please contact us. We love to hear from you. Yes, whenever we get a message, we'll take a screenshot and send it to the other person. (laughs) (laughs) And if you really love this and you feel like helping us out, leave us a review. We love all your reviews and it helps us get more visibility so we can have even more members of the Space Cadet family. That's right. Yeah. And then as an also side note, we unfortunately can only ship to the United States and Canada right now. But if we get enough interest from other places, we can try to open it up. And we currently have free shipping within the United States. Yes, so take advantage of that. Take advantage of it. And if there's anything we do not sell that you want, shoot us a message and we can see if we can make it happen. Yes. Hannah, you want to close it out for us? Yes, I'd love to. Until next time, space cadets. T-minus three, two, one, liftoff.